Hey, what's going on, guys? This is GP. This is the Bull. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Jimi Hendrix. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. Folks, welcome to a another episode of the Running Podcast. And today, I'm to kind of start off with some sad news. I think, Josh, I think you, or JC, I think you've already kind of figured out what the news is. I have. Uh, have you? Nah, not really. Uh, well, so not only was the 2020 Orange Blossom Classic officially canceled yesterday morning, but the 2020 football season for the whole Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference was canceled. And so that means now FAMU will not be playing this 2020 season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And indeed. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So this basically means now that FAMU, along with Bethune Cookman and North Carolina A&T, have all played their final games in the SWAC. I mean, no, not in the SWAC, but in the MEAC. I kind of got ahead of myself there. Bethune and FAMU are headed to the SWAC, and A&T will now be headed to the Big South. So we won't get to see a final battle as conference mates between those teams. Where is A&T heading to? The Big South Conference. Mm, okay. Yep. And, I mean, look, it's 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 interesting, but it's it's sad at the same time. Um, you know, I'm going to say it personally, myself, I have family going 11-1 and one this season. I was going to wait to say that in a video had we had a season. But I'm going to be honest with you. I had family running the table all season long. Beating Jackson State, beating A and T again in Greensboro. I had them winning homecoming, as always. I had them losing UCF. I think. I mean, I think you can agree with me. It's just you know, UCF is a fast team, and UCF is a very good team. So I just I figured you know, you're not going to beat UCF. Yeah, it's a it's a different level. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I had them winning out after that and winning the Florida Classic. A lot of a lot of Bethune fans don't want to hear that, but you know, let's face facts. Your your team's replacing a quarterback that basically saved you in the final minutes of the Florida Classic last year. And you're replacing a safety that had been a thorn in FAMU's side for the past couple of years as well. So, you know, there's the problem in itself. And plus, the fact of the matter was FAMU was going to be a much improved team on special teams this year. So there wouldn't have been any hiccups there. So I had FAMU in the classic. Sir, are you starting things? Am I starting things? I'm just telling the truth. Are you starting things, sir? I'm just telling the truth. 
the truth hurts sometimes. So, you know, hey. I mean, it don't hurt me. I'm just saying, if you got the business now, hold on. Hey, look, I'm just saying. I'm just telling the truth. If you make your kicks, fam, in the last year's Florida Classic, fam, you and Bethune are still playing right now. I'm over-exaggerating that term, but I'm just being honest. Hey, man, I'm just. Yeah, you might want to silence that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, when you enter the movie theater, please put your phones on silent. <laughs> but hey, look, I'm gonna just I'm being honest. I think fam, fam, you would have beaten Bethune Cutman this year. They really, I think they would have. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying. I feel you. I feel you. And like, I'm also saying, because like I said, I had family going 11 and one. I felt whoever came out of the swag and we all know who it was going to be, but it would have been all corn. I think family would have beat them too. I'm just saying, you're looking kind of pointed with your argument over there. Hey, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell my honest opinion. That's what I'm going to do. I like it. I like it. Let's keep that energy going. What we got. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but yeah, I, I figured, you know, fam, you would have been HBCU national champs in 2020 for sure. I would have been in Atlanta to see it. But, you know, now, fam, you will have to transition to the SWAC and become and just fight to be 2021 SWAC champs. Uh, also, the 2021 Orange Blossom Classic will now feature fam, you against Jackson State. So, now the Orange Blossom Classic is just more than a return classic game. It's now a conference game, week one. That means a lot. And you know now, and you know what we want to do. You can't start off on the wrong foot in a comp with in a conference. You, you, you know. Yeah, but going going back, going back to. Uh the shutdown of sports operations for this year. Um, right. I don't think it's just football, right, for the MEAC. Oh, it's not. It's all fall sports. <clears throat> I Volleyball, I, anything else? I think this is going to be the undoing and the, the, the eventual folding of the MEAC. Really? Yeah. Wow, because then the commissioner said, "Don't worry." He said, "He said we're going to be just fine." Mm, I mean, think about it. You're losing your three powerhouse teams, right? I say right. powerhouse in terms of money. You're losing right. your three powerhouse teams to other conferences, and you're shutting down fall sports. Correct. That's a lot of money lost. I would agree. And I now, fully agree with you. Those teams were leaving. Because it made more sense monetarily wise to leave anyway. I agree. I agree. I mean, I think we're looking at the unfolding of the conference there. I would agree with you. I, I think I think they're in trouble myself. Although the commissioner wants to say that we're looking for elite talent in this conference, I'm like, it doesn't get more elite than FAMU Bethune and A and T. It really doesn't. But you know, hey, that's that's their problem now. FAMU using the flack now. And you know I'm I'm excited for it. I'll be a, I will be down in Miami Labor Day weekend of 2021 for that Orange Blossom Classic game. But um, the other thing too is 
the, the, the two games that FAMU's going to miss heavily is the uh, the homecoming game and the Florida Classic aren't going to happen now. And I got to tell you, dude, this is this is the first time in my life that I'm not going to be able to go to homecoming. This is the first time. Amen. I never thought I'd live to see that day. I I have been one, so you got to make one, dude. You got to make the stress one. that you're feeling right now. <laughs> it's 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 a different experience. I'm gonna tell you now. If I would I would encourage you, I would encourage you personally to take a trip to Miami for the Orange Blossom Classic, and take a trip to Tallahassee for homecoming. I encourage it. And I would encourage everybody within the sound of my voice to come to Tallahassee and attend FAMU Homecoming and attend the Florida Classic and the Orange Blossom Classic. I'm just saying it's going it's going to be a big deal come 2021 because we're going to be so we're, we'll have been so deprived of football by then and we're, we're going to be so hungry just to see football played that we're going to want to see it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody's saying as well, you know, donating to that Rattler Athletic Fund matters more now than ever before because that 4 to $5 million is not going to be coming into FAMU this fall. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. But, you know, Let's shift gears here a little bit and let's go ahead and jump to the NFL. And boy, oh boy, I, I don't know what to start with. Would you rather would you rather start with Patrick Mahomes deal or would you rather start with the dark culture that's been going on in Washington, DC? Mm, hold on. I need to meditate on this. <laughs> Which one I want to be a lot more? <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be good. Okay, we gonna go. We gonna go with Patrick Mahomes because then I can switch my caps and go with regular man cap again, and then and then hit hit Washington. So let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll. Okay. Okay. All right. So Patrick Mahomes has now become the highest paid player in sports history, passing uh, Mike Trout. I believe it is. Yeah, I believe it was Mike Trout. He is now he will now make five hundred and three million over ten years when you factor in his rookie deal where he has two a year or two left on on the rookie deal and then plus he's got a ten year extension. He's getting four hundred and seventy seven million guaranteed. So mm-hmm. now I ask you, was that a smart move by the Chiefs? Now hold on, hold on. I gotta I gotta put on my my uh, my pattern hat here and. Uh, I got to go with go black, man. Go ahead. Get your money. Uh, Cause you know, it's right. rough out here. Thug. Uh, now, you know, after, after doing that, let me put on my, my, my J hat. My, okay. I ain't never paying nobody that much money in my life. Mm-hmm. Ever. I feel you. Ever. Now, granted, I don't know that I don't know what the cap structure is going to be like on his deal. I don't. Do we have that information available readily? 
Uh, right now, no, but they also gave money to Chris Jones. Chris, yeah, Chris Jones. No, well, they yeah. had to sign him, but still, depending on because I know they were talking about his deal is it, it might be cat friendly because he he had a conversation with them about that, and I think that might be why his uh guaranteed money was so high. Right, but. Unless unless I see some some kind of lower number on the cap than what we used to for him, for I I, I ain't paying that money. I'm gonna be honest with you, boss. Like, listen, you unless you Jesus coming off the cross to call Omaha forty six, I I still need other players on this team. Right, I feel you. I feel you. Cause I'm my thing is is like this. It's gonna it's gonna come to a point. I'm gonna say not right away. It's gonna be a little while, but it's gonna come to a point maybe five six years from now, where they're gonna be money low, and it's gonna just be him and whoever they draft. Like good, I'm, I'm glad they drafted a running back because Clyde Edwards Hilaire will still be there. Now. I do want to say this. I I really do. I think if San Francisco would have won, we'd still be getting this Mahomes deal, but everyone will be saying that it's a bad deal. Yes. Yes, everybody would say. You you want to know why? Why? Because if San Francisco won with a lame duck and they didn't even actually – they overpaid for his behind for what he playing like. And if they would have won with him throwing trash passes, the quarterback market would have devalued instantly. Right. Right. You're right. You spot on. I'm I'm just saying. Same same way the, the running back uh value diminished when running backs was getting hurt. Right. And they started realizing that we could just get like three running backs who do three different things for cheaper. Exactly. Which is why I applaud Segway, Derrick Henry getting his money and his long term deal. Right. Uh-huh. He should have got his deal first. But I understand I understand at the same time too, you know, backs come a dime a dozen and they wanted yep. to Brian Tannehill, which I mean, hey, look, that's that's Tennessee uh-huh. business. I would have gave him. I don't actually. I can't. I can't say that with a straight conscience because I don't really know what he got. But I would have gave him Case Keenum money. Correct. Okay. Like regular, Correct. regular quarterback money. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree with you because he. I mean, yeah, look, somebody, he's right in Hill. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody fact check me. Uh, one of these days and tell me what Case Keenum's making comparatively to the higher paid quarterbacks in the league, for example, uh, uh, Kirk or Cousins. But <laughs> um, I, I, I just got to be honest with you. He, he's pedestrian. I mean, granted, he had a good year, right? Right. But it took him this long to elevate to that one good year. And now you're going to take this one good year and bank on it? What? That sounds like some Joe Flacco mess to me. 
That sounded like some Ryan Fitzpatrick mess to me because remember the Jets did that with Ryan with, with Fitz. Joe, Joe Flacco. Joe, I'm trying yep. to Joe Flacco. Yep. You're right. And Joe you're Flacco right. won the Super Bowl. True. You're right. Tannehill ain't even get you the Super Bowl now. Nah. That's true. You got a point. I'm so, telling you. You're right. I believe you. I'm just you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep the hat on, but the hat keeps flipping off because I keep shaking my head no. <laughs> I'm, and I feel you. But, you know, now that you mentioned Ryan Tannehill, I have to also mention this. Derrick Henry has received a five-year extension worth $50 million with $25.5 million of it guaranteed. And they, re- they reached this deal before the 4 p.m. deadline. And this also comes after the Titans had already given Ryan Tannehill the $100 million. So, I mean, look, I'm, I'm happy to see that. I'm glad for Derrick Henry. And I hope, I, think, I hope he still remains the same type of back. Yeah, no, definitely. I think he will. Um, I think that, and speaking of, since we're talking about contracts, right, I think <laughs> in the next 10 to 15 years, uh, we might, depending on when's the next meeting for the NFLPA, I think that they had just already had it. I know, yeah. I know there's a lot so, of to talk about for the NFLPA because they were trying to discuss, you know, no preseason games this year. 17 games, yeah. I, I don't know games. when their next collective bargaining is. Um, I think it's 10 years, right? 10 or 15. Yes, 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 it is. It is because um, 2030, because they just had their collective bargaining agreement for this decade. So this year. Here. Okay. So I think within those 10 years, you're going to start to see a culture change, right? Yeah. More guaranteed money. And then I think you're going to see the cap get restructured. Yeah. More, almost more like it is in baseball. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they, they were talking about that at the draft. I mean, at the draft, they were talking about that at the combine before everything went haywire. The cap is, the cap is going up. And you know, even Deion Sanders was saying he's like he's like the cap is always going up. So I mean, he, it, it's kind of uh, archaic the way it is now. I I I use that word very conservatively. Um, it's kind of archaic now because a lot of them want guaranteed money, like they want that financial security. Right. Yeah. I mean. And granted, it, it is a rough and tough sport, but uh, I mean, pay him the money. Mm-hmm. Unless you're gonna call Joe Schmo like me to come hop on the field, and I'll I'll do it. What's up? Hey. Hey. I'm a, I'm gonna guarantee money too. So, hey, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I won't guarantee money too. So I think that eventually you're going to see you're going to see a a radicalization of the cap. It's going to, I think it's going to change the system in which they use right now. Right. Right. And the other deal, now that since we're on the topic of deals being done is miles Garrett got his deal. He's now the highest paid pass rusher in the NFL with a five year, $125 million deal. And he's getting a hundred million guaranteed. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. 
Good move by Cleveland. Some people are going to criticize him because of what happened on Thursday night and stuff against the Steelers, but I mean, hey, look, still good, good job, Miles Garrett. Get your money, fool. Yep. And now I can transition into this the dark, the dark culture in Washington D.C. And boy, did you see it? Did you, did you, did you read it? I read, I read the note that uh, you sent. Um, which I saw was on Twitter, right? Now, and that that list wasn't highly accurate because there are some timeline issues on the list. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was going to say that, you know, like certain things on that are not for certain factually true as we know of right now. Like, yeah, chronologically, you know, it doesn't necessarily make sense. But still, as a list, it's messy. Is- Damning. Yes, I know. That is... I don't know. If a list like that came out on me, I'm not sleeping well at night. I'm like... Shoot. Oh, my... How do you? How do you go to bed at night knowing what has just unfolded about you as a person? How how do you sleep at night? How do you... How do you function? Like, think, think, like, how do you, how? Hey, man, I mean, people do weird things, right? Yeah. And for some reason, some of them sleep very well. But with this list out, right, and now people doing articles because they're like, huh, this is kind of messy, right? More people yep. going to start looking into it, and nobody's doing anything right now because we're in this pandemic thing. I'm sweating. If I'm Dan Snyder, I am sweating right now. Of oh, definitely. And then see this this came out yesterday too. Minority shareholders of Washington's NFL team have hired the investment bank Moag and Company to vet buyers and to sell their stake in the team per league sources. Mm. Hey, I mean, look. It's it's greedy. It's greedy work. It it is. It really is. Like this is this is crazy. And then the other thing too is, you know, if you look at what's going on, the other thing was, you know, a few of the like people that work in the organization have also like just quit their jobs. Like I know like the the play by play announcer on the radio, he stepped down. From his job, a couple front office personnel, they had just they just quit here recently. You know, oh, here we go. This is it right here. The Washington Post is prepping the story about its NFL team. Uh, within the past week, front office members Richard Mann III and Alex Santos, as well as play-by-play voice Larry Michael, have all left the organization. Uh, shoot, man. I, I would leave, too. Of course, I'm packing my stuff. I'm getting up out of it. I've I've said it. I've said it multiple times. The Washington needs to clean house from the top to the bottom, and then just rebuild it all up. You could tell. You could tell. 
even if you didn't hear about this story breaking, right? Possibly breaking and stuff like that. Even right. if you didn't know, you could tell something was wrong because Dan Snyder said, yeah, we're thinking about changing the name. Right. It was from and- that moment. And I, that was before I even, I you even sent me that thing. I knew what 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 the heck is happening over there? Right, you know, see that. And then the thing about it was, like, I think he was going to change the name to like Washington Warriors or something like that. Yeah, and, and then like even there was a Redskins fan, or not? I shouldn't say Redskins anymore, but there was a Skins. Or not, oh, I can't even say that anymore. There was a Washington fan that had commented on our Facebook page. And said, you know what? I was all in for Washington Warriors, but even with the way things are looking now, I don't even know if Warriors is okay. So I have no clue what to call the team anymore. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's messy. It's messy. And something else that's messy is, uh, well, two things that are messy. The NFL plans to play Lift Every Voice and Sing week one at every NFL game before the national anthem. Good move. Or good move or bad move? Um, I mean, okay, move. I guess, like, I I guess it's nice, right? Right. Um, a gesture. Um, I, I, what? I guess I kind of like it because it angers some of their fans. Because uh, <laughs> I, 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 hey. I know you've seen it too. I know you've seen it. Uh, yeah. And yeah. you know, like, like I don't know for for African Americans who I've talked to and or are friends with about it, they go, "Eh, I mean, it's cool, I guess." Like, there's no real reaction, but from Caucasian, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this from Caucasians who hear about it, and I, I honestly uh, sometimes it's not even on the political spectrum they're on. You're just like, wow, so you really feel that way, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you know, like I'm trying, I'm kind of trying not to say what they, they say on air right now yeah yeah you, yeah i understand you know, but, and be a little nonchalant with it but uh yeah it's kind of who uh what's the word i'm looking for bad yeah yeah for because see and here's the thing that shannon and skip were saying a few days ago they were saying, you know, what if, what if, and when they do this, you see the players standing for a lift every voice and sing, but then they take a knee for the national anthem. What happens then? Yeah. So I mean, I, I understood that right there. I was like, you got to be careful with this. Yeah, because it could be extreme. Because and you already see with just the announcement, it's already kind of polarizing. Yeah. Yep. Not so granted, just... There are like, I know, ex- extreme people who've just been like, oh, yeah, this is 
cool, I guess. But it, it on the other side, it, it's really polarizing for some reason. You know what's been going on. Don't act, don't act blind to the fact, lads. Like there, there's a reason why we're doing this. But I mean, hey, look, I'm. I want to see how this plays out week one. I want to see. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, my doors are locked, and I got the the ceremonial baseball bat. <laughs> so uh, if, if somebody decides they want to act wild, you know. For protection. It's for protection and uh, offense because they can't break my lock. I got to pay for that. I hear you. You know, Ren ain't ain't cheap. Wow. Breaking news, actually. Electronic EA Sports has removed former team name and logo from from men's NFL 21. Or Madden 21. Wow. Yep, I guess changes are coming in Washington, D.C. Changes are coming. But um, the other thing, too, is, and I'm going to talk, well, I'm going to talk about that last, but, uh, you know, the, the franchise tags have been handed out due to the uh, the deadline coming at 4 o'clock yesterday, or the other 4 o'clock, I believe it was yesterday or the other day. So now Shaq Barrett has officially received the franchise tag. So the league's sack king from a year ago is now on a one-year deal. His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said he's confident that a long-term deal will happen in the future. So that means Barrett will eventually be in Tampa for the foreseeable future, hopefully. Also, AJ Jack Green Prince- is on franchise tra- uh, tag. AJ Green is franchise tag. Yep. Uh, also, Dak Prescott has received the franchise tag, and boy, did his his family members respond in a bad way. You know, they were saying, you know, we already weren't Cowboys fans growing up, and it doesn't look like we'll be Cowboys fans much longer. Which leads me to ask this question: Will Dak be a Cowboy in twenty twenty one? Probably not. I agree. I mean, with all the mess that they done given him, I why would what what's the point of staying? You're obviously not valued. Yep, I agree. Go somewhere else and get your money. I fully agree with you. But where? Where do you go? <laughs> oh well, I hear Chicago is in need. <laughs> hey, Chicago. I could see Minnesota, that. If yes. 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 I could see that too. Um, I'm going to throw another one out there. I would say go to the Raiders. If the Raiders cut ties with Derek Carr. Why not? Yeah, but they got Mariota too. Dak's better than Mariota. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up now. We're not talking about my boy Mariota now. Maybe got a snap right now. Oh gosh. So okay. Maybe snap right now. Okay. Well, stay off, my boy. Okay. okay. Back to what you were saying. We was thinking of other places. Uh, now I want to. I want to give you an interesting one. 
Okay. And you'll hate it. Possibly. What, Tampa? No. Although I guess maybe if they really want to spend that much money into the quarterback part of the cap. Mm. You never know with Jason Light. The Patriots, but you already got Cam, and you got Cam, Cam on the one. But what if Cam shines? What if he don't? Good question. If he doesn't, I could see, I could see Belichick bringing him in. It's a, it's, it's a Belichick move because even if he does, right, you're still an aging quarterback. That's true. That's true. I, I mean, I'm just saying it's it, it's a possibility, you know. You, you weren't were you the one who was calling me crazy talking about Patri- Patriots are deaf. Got they got to get Cam Newton. Did I call you crazy when you said that? I, I said it before, and someone called me crazy. It wasn't me. I don't I'm think it was. Y'all can go back and fact check the other podcast for that, but I don't think that's me. Um, I'm just saying, though, man. I say, I'm, look, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't think it was I, some. Like I kind of felt it was gonna happen, and I kind of felt it wouldn't happen because I was like, "Look, hey, if he if he gets Cam, he can do a lot of stuff I, that he wasn't able I to do." It was a smart move because he likes that versatility, right? Cam yeah. can give you that versatility when he's healthy. All right, he's a good passer. Right, but you're also able to run different facets of offense through Cam that you're unable to run through Tom Brady because he's a highly he's a statue quarterback. Yeah. I mean, so and we all know that Bill Belichick likes his little versatility. Correct. So I'm just saying, you know, hey, just throwing it out there, putting it in the ether. We can run back, we can run this back and be like yeah, you was wrong, or we could run this back and be like, you was right. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, and that actually brings me to the next thing on this list is uh, Cam Newton has broken his silence on going to New England, and they started – and he also said in the interview with him and uh, Odell Beckham and Victor Cruz that when, when Carolina started winning their first second – they kind of started to treat him differently because he was saying, you know, when things were kind of starting to trend towards the end for him and Ron Rivera and everybody in Carolina, he said that, you know, when I was going into the training room, they were taking care of me first. But next thing you know, when things changed and we started winning, they kind of pushed me aside. And said, hold up, wait a minute. We're going to, hey, look, you got to move, dude, because we're going to take care of him first. And he, Cam told, I believe it was Kyle Allen at the time, look, hey, don't get distracted by me. You just go out there and keep on balling and stuff. So, hey, look, I mean, Cam was a good teammate to the end. But, hey, I mean, they, you kind of could tell based off of what he said going on inside the building, they were. They were they they weren't gonna bring him back. And then once I got a new coach, once I got a new coach in Matt Rule, you definitely knew he wasn't coming back. I mean 
it's unfortunate to 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 see, but you know, hopefully he moves on to greater things in in New England. You know. Yeah, I hope so too. I I think he'll be. I think he. We're gonna get to see that. We're gonna get to see that same Cam Newton we saw at Auburn, but better. I, I never really liked Cam being in Carolina. Really? Yeah. Um, it's just the 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 public thing. It's it's very it's very fickle. I don't I don't know because like when he was there, right? Mm-hmm. And he was he was trending up. This is before the Super Bowl thing, right? Right. If Cam was good, Cam Cam was the top guy, right? They were winning. Right. Hot guy, right? But right. he kind of slumped a little. Oh, there goes Scam Newton again. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and and they were really negative on him when things weren't that going that great. Correct. At least from the public perception. Now I don't know what was going on in the building. I I, I got to tell you, I ain't never been there. But I'm just saying from the public perception. It was looking different. Right, right. It was very 50-50 on a what have you done for me lately thing. Right, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad that he's that he's in New England now and he's got a good coach and a good OC looking after him now. I I, I must say. Yeah. But the Patriots fans. They're yeah, gonna they're gonna be worse. That's true. Than, they're gonna be worse than them Carolina fans. That's true, because you know what they've been saying about what what's gonna happen the first time he loses a game. You you saw that meme now? Yep, I seen that. <laughs> the first time Cam loses. Oh no! I was like, oh lord. Listen to sports talk radio from out of New England, but I can I can tell you it's probably not gonna be nice. Oh no. Cause I mean if they the fans in New England have already been saying, you know, I'm done with the Patriots and I'm not renewing my season tickets now that Brady's gone. So I mean I don't know what it's gonna be like now. Oh, as long as they're not Bucks fans, I think they'll be okay. Oh, uh, you already know some of them have already come running down here. Because uh, I'm not going to cap. Y'all got some, some fair weather fans. Oh, do you think I don't know this already? Oh, my gosh. You, I'm like, we have we have got to have, like, the most fair weather fans down here. I can't believe I was roaming through Twitter, and I saw somebody say <laughs> – Oh, excuse me. That Josh Freeman was, was better, better than Jameis Winston. I was like, I didn't give that the time of that. I was like, wait a minute, didn't Josh Freeman have like a drug problem? And then he wanted to say, oh, that's all conspiracy. I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure I remember Josh Freeman checking himself into rehab for drugs. Jameis- Somebody was like, the only reason that he was bad was because of Raheem Morris. I was like, I don't think that's just it, buddy. Exactly. 
But you know, y'all y'all just got them real fair weather fans, you know. Well, hey, Tom Brady's not operating at prime Tom Brady status. <laughs> it might it might fall out from under him. Oh, oh, dude, I'm I'm right there with you. I absolutely agree. Gonna start here. Wait, but while we picked up this washed up quarterback, blah blah blah, we could have drafted somebody, blah blah blah, right? I fully agree with you, 100%. Because, and you know what? It's not going to be Jameis's fault. Like they will, like, and they, they can't blame him because he's gone. It's going to fall solely on the GM, and it's going to fall solely on Bruce Arians. If I'm just saying, just just watch, just watch. And then if if Tom Brady doesn't bring a Super Bowl here, right? And let's say he has just average numbers. Right. I bet you one of these days, we going one of them days we're gonna see a, a little Twitter post. We're gonna be scrolling through and then we're gonna be like, What was Tom Brady a better quarterback than Jameis Winston? And then a whole bunch of people gonna be like, nah. I'm, hey. I'm it's it's fair weather out there. It it really is. It really is. Cause, I mean, and you can kind of see it because, you know, if you kind of look back to when Tom Brady had signed here for at, at first, like the season tickets had just sold out right away. In the middle of a pandemic at that. It's, it's fair weather out here. I'm not saying it will happen, but, you know, I like to play my devil's advocate role a lot here because it's way more fun to speculate than it is to just say what we know. Hey, I'm I'm like you. Hey, I'm hoping for the best, but at the same time, too, my mind is prepared for the absolute worst to happen. I'm ready to laugh. I'm ready to just roll over and laugh. Because <laughs> I, I, I – y'all fans just confuse me. I'm a Seattle fan. So I didn't I didn't survive with with Tamar Jackson wasn't that bad. He was he was okay. But you know I didn't survive. <laughs> I feel you. I feel I'm you. Just... But now that you actually speak of Hillsborough County and Bucks fans, here's something interesting that I think you'll like. Hillsborough County has approved a $10 million project for Raymond James Stadium that will allow fans to be better protected at Buccaneers games and USF games, if USF plays this year. And it'll consist of automatic flush toilet seats and sinks, uh, hand sanitizer stations, touch-free parking, staggered entrances. Uh, No number of fan capacity this season has been announced yet either, though. Wow, so normal things other stadiums have already been doing. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you. I have some of this stuff I haven't seen in Jack like I went to Jacksonville for a Jaguars game. I haven't seen this stuff in Jacksonville. I mean the nice the nice stadiums. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you got me there. You got me there. More than likely, yes. I, I'm just, hey man, I I don't really like Ray J. I like I like to think of the future. Give me a brand new one. 
Give me, give me one with, with heated seats. Oh yeah. With heated seats. You, well, you want seats? Give, make. I to, want to make my booty cold. I'm about to say, wait a minute, hold up. Heated seats in the in September. Give it. Now you know, you know it get it get cold in in November. Now it get a little cold. Now. Yeah, but I mean. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna just agree with you. I'm gonna just agree with you. We, I'm, I'm talking about central air seats. There we go. <laughs> Let you me want get some, some okay. central air seats. Okay, I'm. 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 I'm gonna agree with you with that. I'm gonna agree with you with that. Okay. Okay, I got you. Can you be like, yeah, turn, turn, turn up the air on the on the seats, and then you know, I, I want my butt to be frosty when I sit down. <laughs> I'm be like, ooh, this is good. This is nice. Then maybe y'all get me to go to another Bucks game. Wow. 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 Okay. Um the other thing as well, now that we've gotten um, away from that. I'm no, we ain't getting away from this. I'm just saying that's why I'd rather just watch it at home, man. My, you know what I do? I turn on my AC. What happened? I sit down, the seat cool. Oh yeah, that's nice. Wow. But moving on, uh, Kenny Stills faces felony charges protesting the murder of Breonna Taylor. So I, I find this I find this interesting. You're pressing charges on a guy that was peacefully protesting the murder of someone, but yet you didn't arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor? Well, absolutely. I mean, it shows what's going on in our system. Yeah, like I this that just doesn't make sense to me, you know. I believe because like, I think it, it was in Louisville, right? Yes, yes, it was. I think that I'm I'm not certain because it's not like I'm from there, but I've heard that they've started making changes towards the way the system works, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But there's also just a lot of red tape. Right, like there's, I I think that there's just a tons of red tape also going on too, so I I think it's gonna happen, it will, it has to, because if it doesn't, God knows what might happen. Oh, oh, don't oh, don't get me started. Oh my gosh, don't get me started. I I think it, it, it's bound to happen. It has to. Uh, it's just a matter of when. Right, right. Um, but now we're going to do this a little bit early this time around for this podcast. The the trivia with the bug. Hello, everyone. This is the bug again. And my trivia question is, which college football conference has produced the most Super Bowl winning quarterbacks? And there it is. That's the bugs trivia question. If you have not already, make sure you answer it. Click on the dot above at the top of the video and answer the answer the trivia question. 
Uh, oh, we do that now? We do it on YouTube? Yes, it's been a problem. I didn't know that. Yeah. Man, I don't Good. listen to us on YouTube. I listen to us on Spotify. I'm trying to get us that page out. Oh, but, uh, hey, look, I, I feel that. I feel that. I'd be, I'd be listening. I'm trying, I'm trying to help out. But anyway, just send your answers through the poll thing. Send your answers. Uh, I don't want to say email us, but uh, DM I mean, you us. Could, you, could, you could DM us. Yeah, I was about to say DM us. Send us send us a message. Don't, don't send an email. Email, we kind of need to keep that clear for professional things. Hmm, got a point. Yeah. No. But but yeah. But yeah. Make sure y'all answer that trivia question. Now on to the NCAA. I'm be, the, I'm be honest, I'm be honest with you. I don't know the answer. You don't know the answer. See, you can't be saying that every episode now. People are gonna start to catch on. I'll never I'll never know the answer, bruh. Like he be asking tough questions. He do. I'd be always confused. I'd be like, yeah, I got the answer, and then like Three words will throw me off, and I'll be like, "Oh, never mind." Let me sit. Wow. I obviously do not know what he's talking about. Wow. Um, but yeah, let's move on here to the NCAA. So you already know the Ivy League and the Patriot League, and even now the MEAC have all voted to end fall sports. The Ivy League and the Patriot League are planning to move fall sports to spring. Um, how does that impact other conferences? Uh, the, CIA, the CAA, the Colonial Athletic, League, Athletic Association, which is the conference that James Madison hails from, has, has also announced that they're going to do away with fall sports. Although J- James Madison and a few others are trying to do like their football seasons as independents. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. Plus, you know, James Madison and 97 players get tested and only one came back positive, while three are also quarantined. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that is pretty much sad news, because this is why I think the SWAC might be the next conference to end up canceling fall sports. The SWAC commissioner's already said, you know, he, he's willing to push the season back to October 17th. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, at that point, it's like, look, you might as well not even play if you're going to do that. But the Texas State Fair can, has canceled for the first time since World War II. Uh, what does that mean now for Texas and Oklahoma and even Grambling and Prairie View? I don't know, man. Because my thing is, like, I've, all, I've said I said this before there was a cancellation. All these cancellations of conferences started happening. Texas and Oklahoma, they can they can still play the game at the Cotton Bowl. Grambling and Prairie View, you could play that game either in Grambling or you could play that game at Prairie View. So I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen there, but I mean I'm telling you now, I've with the MEAC canceling, i I wouldn't be surprised if after this vote on Monday, if the SWAC collects to not play this fall. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if <clears throat> just conferences larger and smaller just decide to just cancel it. Yeah. You might like you might as well. Like the power five might be able to get away with it. But I don't I don't see how the FCS for the most part can get away with it. I don't. I just I just don't. And yeah, speaking, 
Right. Right. And speaking of the FBS level, the Division 1A level, Florida AD Scott Strickland has stated that he hopes to find a way to still get Florida State on the schedule this year if we have a season. And the same can be said for South Carolina's AD, who has stated that they hope to find a way to still play Clemson this year if we have a season. So, I mean, honestly, I, they, they're doing what we all kind of figured. If you're willing to take a trip, if you're Florida or South Carolina, all the way to Lexington, Kentucky, or Knoxville, Tennessee, you can go maybe an hour or two down the road and go play your rival in-state. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I understand what's going on there. And also, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey has confirmed that positive testimonies among SEC players has dropped because Kentucky had reported zero positive cases after all players and staff members had received testing. But at the same time, too, following Fourth of July testing here recently, Tennessee had reported multiple cases. Hmm. So, I mean, hey, look, I, like I said, I, I don't know. The NCAA kind of showed a graph of where they thought we were going to be at one point and where we actually are. Like, they would have thought – they thought we were going to have trended, like, all the way down. But we didn't. We are still well, sky high. We can't because people are acting stupid. Exactly. It's just the basic way to say it. People are acting stupid. Rates are going up exponentially in Florida. Right. I mean, it's, it's nothing that can be done by the NCAA. I mean, I would fully agree with you. Really, I, I really would. Or I'm not, I would, but I do agree with you. I really do. Because it's. Is we 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 too far along now? We too far along. And speaking of speaking of that, that also factors into the bowl games. And with that, you know the celebration bowl ain't going to happen this year. And also, the twenty twenty one Rose Bowl parade has been canceled. If you want to hear so, a, a really damning stat, I believe, and I'm not sure how accurate this stat is. But it said that if Florida was counted as a country itself, it would be fourth in the world. That's bad. That is bad. That's that's terrible. That is absolutely atrocious. That's terrible. Make you not even want to go outside. Exactly. Make you not even and you know, and see, I'm gonna go ahead and say this to you before I continue. Oklahoma had has reports that ninety-eight people had been tested and zero of them tested positive as well. But and you know, I was I was gonna ask the question of should college football programs adopt the NFL's idea of a COVID nineteen waiver? But I, I don't I don't see now how you can even do that. Because I mean because I, I was listening to this on Paul Feinbaum a few days ago. The ADs say one thing. The ADs and the commissioners of these conferences say one thing of like, oh, yeah, you know, we we're, we're thinking about fans and stuff and having fans in the stands and stuff this year. 
and whatnot. But deep down, if you think about it, their revenue's already been from TV. They don't really need fans to be in the stands this year if they play. Exactly. Honestly, you can make money from the ad revenue. Right. I agree. I agree, Blaze. So, I mean, look, if, if they play, I, I'm not expecting fans to be there this year. Hey. It's going to be a little awkward. It's going to be a little awkward, but hey, it's, it's, it's what's going to have to happen. Hey. It really is, and it's sad to see. Exactly. It's what it's got to be. Yep. Um, also, a NASCAR rookie at, at Kentucky Speedway last Sunday, rookie Cole Custer won his first race. Congrats. Congrats. I was I was surprised because I was thinking to myself, I was like, look, Kevin Harvick or somebody is going to pull this thing out because Kevin Harvick was leading the whole time. And then he got tangled up with, I think it was Danny Hamlin or something or somebody or David Blaney. And next, you know, Cole Custer comes speeding right past him and steals this win. Hey, man, you got to take it any way you can. Win's a win. I feel that. I feel that. Also in NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson had returned after testing positive for COVID-19. He returned to Kentucky as well. He finished in 18th place. He said it himself, you know, having been quarantined like that and not being able to race the week before, it kind of threw off his rhythm. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think, you know, he probably would have had a top 10 finish. Bubba Wallace finished in 27th place. Keep doing your thing, Bubba. We're rooting for you. Yep. The next race is this Sunday at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, currently, currently, Kevin Harvick leads field in the Cup Series with 2,037 points. I think the next closest is 2,004 points. I thought Danny Hamlet would be, or Danny Hamlet would be a little bit further up there, but I guess not. But, you know, right now it looks like Kevin Harvick is going to run away with the cup. But, mm -hmm. And now as we move on to baseball, 38 out of 3,158 MLB players and coaches have tested positive. 31 players and seven coaches in total. That number equals out to be a 1.2% of the league. And opening day is still set for July 23rd and 24th. Hey, uh, I don't know what to say about that. Right. But I wonder what you have to say about this. Will teams be looking to take shots at the Astros? Mm, yeah, more than likely. Yeah, I was gonna say because then, look, the the bug was telling me he was like he was like maybe people have forgotten about about all that. I was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah ain't nobody forgot about that because I'm I see it on ESPN every now and again and on on uh, Twitter. Some there's the, the the Nationals especially are still trolling the the Astros every chance they get. 
I mean, hey, you got to learn how to take it. You're going to do it. Yeah. And also, Yasiel Puig has signed with the Braves. And the interesting thing about the Braves is, you know, they're, they were picked to finish to tie for to, – to, uh, they were picked to finish first in a three-way tie for first in the National League East. But at the same time, too, the Atlanta Braves have stated they don't plan on changing the name, but they will look closely into the war chant. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Dion brought that war chant from Florida State to Atlanta to the Braves when he got there. So, I mean, look, the war chant may have to stop in Atlanta, but the name Braves is going to stay. More than likely, yeah. And so now I ask you, what does that mean for the Cleveland Indians? Because, you know, the Cleveland Indians, they've already gotten rid of the – They've already got rid of the Indian logo. You just have, they just wear the C now. They they'll probably be forced to change it. Only because in this in in this environment, I guess they really want you to be politically correct. Right. And right. Indians is not a politically correct term. Right, right. And now for the NBA news, uh, Joel Embiid feels that the 76ers offense should run through him. Hmm. Also, too, Adam Silver is worried that the positive test may pop the bubble. All this interesting development had just happened here recently over in Orlando. Not too sure if you heard about it, but Kings, Sacramento Kings center Richie and Holmes had to spend, he or currently is spending 10 days in quarantine after stepping three feet outside of the bubble to pick up food he ordered for delivery. Because they said security won't hold the food for you downstairs. Why? What? Yeah, I know. See, that's what I said. What type of... Just get their food for them if you're going to force them in a bubble. Exactly. And everybody kept asking, like, what did he order? But then it comes down to really, you know, he stepped three feet outside of the bubble. And every... And, you know, (laughs) the funny thing about it was, you know, someone said, what if LeBron James had done that? Three feet. And they said they would have extended the bubble three feet. Exactly. Bubble would have had three extra feet. That's it. Yeah, like I'm because I'm I'm looking. I'm like I'm like wait. So all because he stepped three feet outside of the bubble. Like you know that's literally from like that that little underhang that little overhang right there where the cars pull in to drop off the stuff and the luggage. That's literally just three feet from that spot. Let me if I'm if I'm thinking about this correctly. Three know, feet. That's, that's that's rough right there. That is. That is. Um also to uh Jokic, he tested negative 
for the virus, but he he will he missed his flight to Orlando, so he's still trying to find a way into Orlando. And also, Bradley Beal will sit out for the Wizards. Is that a good move? No. I mean, we knew the answer before you asked the question, but no. Right. right. Yeah, I'm. I'm like you. I think I have to explain how big of a deal that is to the team. Right, right. Yeah, I I don't get that one either. Why is he sitting out? Uh, He went two feet across the bubble? (laughs) Yeah, hey, you know what? In this climate, you, you never know. You never know. Because I'm, I'm just like if we're, if we're, if we're gonna quarantine people because they step three feet outside the bubble, like you know, I, uh, Wizards, I was rotator cuff. Uh, you're cutting in and out for me. Oh my bad. Um. Wizard, the Wizards have announced today that guard Bradley Beal will not participate in the NBA's 2019-2020 season restart in Orlando due to a right rotator cuff injury. Oh. Oh. Well, I hope he gets better. Oh, man, I feel bad for making a joke like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand it's for the best interest of the player, so understandable. Yeah, man. And then I believe Victor Oladipo had said something as well. I'm I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure if he said he was going to play or not. Oh, okay. So he said there's a strong possibility that he plays. Really? Yeah, Victor Oladipo says there's a strong possibility he plays with the Pacers in NBA restart. Because I remember at first he said that he didn't want to play, I believe. But I guess now he's having second thoughts. I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that somewhere. And then also Donovan Smith and Rudy Gobert have a rift in their relationship ahead of the NBA restart. So, Lord knows what's going to happen with the Jazz. Uh, wouldn't you too, though? I mean. Oh, yeah, of course. Definitely. Especially considering, I believe, it wasn't it Gobert that was like the first NBA player to test positive? Yeah. Yeah. After oh, yeah. I know, I, with it. Yeah. I, know, I, I would be looking at him sideways. I. Like we, uh, uh-uh, we we can't talk. We can't talk to each other. Yeah, we beefing. Because uh, I'm like you, you the reason that you are the the primary reason all yeah. of this started. And you the reason I got sick. More personally. Exactly. Well, uh, exactly. Shoot. Like so, I mean, hey, I ain't surprised. So I, hey, how how they deal with it. Is how they deal with it. And before we get out of here, the other thing I wanted to talk about with you, because I know, I know this is 
this is a big deal to you and a lot of other people because this is seemingly this seemingly has made a lot of people upset. Are the Madden the Madden twenty one team ratings? So, would you like to know who the highest rated team is in Madden? Mm-hmm. Okay, either the Chiefs. Uh, could be, nah, could be also the 49ers. Okay, so I'm going to break this to you. The 49ers are the second highest rated team in Madden 21 and with an 84 overall. The highest rated team in Madden uh, is the New Orleans Saints with 85. The Bucks have an 83 overall, and the Seattle Seahawks have an 80 overall, and the Super Bowl champion Chiefs have an 82 overall. I can see it. I said so you can see it. I can see it. But, dog, those are low. Yeah, I know. And then the lowest rated team is the Miami Dolphins at 76. That's that's low. You mean yeah, real no, my thing was, with them, them overalls, huh? I know. I'm on the, I'm, I'm starting to que- I, I'm starting to question now these Madden ratings adjusters because if you because if, if you go back to like back in the day, like when when we were growing up and stuff, like with Madden from Madden 2001 to like Madden 02, like teams had some teams had 90 overall ratings. Yeah, teams was 90s. Like he was like, all right, cool. So if I use them, I'm gonna be cheating. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, and then like I'm, I remember vividly because I still have the game Madden 2002. The Bucks had a 91 overall rating in that game because of their defense. Like, no one even has a 90 in this one. The highest, like, oh, like come on, like, there's so many people have had responses to this because someone said, "How are the Cowboys better than the Seahawks?" And the Cowboys, yeah, like because the Cowboys have a higher overall rating than the Seahawks. The Cowboys have an 83, while the Seahawks have an 80. Why? Exactly. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, see, someone said, how how the Steelers at 82, but the Bills at 81. And then what? Seattle's at 80. Yeah, yep, see? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's so many people asking the same questions. So even your boy, your boy Flash came out and commented. He said, please tell me that this list is wrong because there's no way the Cowboys and the Eagles are better than the Chiefs. And the Bills Bill and Browns aren't better than Seattle. It's, it, it, everyone's upset. Everyone is upset. I'm just, I'm so confused. I'm telling you, go go on Twitter and once we get off of here, and go look at those numbers. It's not that I was planning on getting the new one anyway, right? But you know, I'm just like, why? I know, I know, and see, the thing about it is that I was someone about. And even uh, actually, shout out, shout out to one of our followers, Massimo. Um, he was telling me, you know, 
the thing about it is, and I was like, you know, 2K, Madden 2K was cool. And even also, like, I was telling them, you know, Madden, not Madden, Street was cool. And I was saying, you know, I think I think Madden has kind of gotten lazy with what they do because they have no competition. Like, yeah, exactly. He used to be cutting Madden. edge on the Madden, man. Exactly. Like, it used to be a big deal. Like, back then, they had, like, you know, um, they had Madden. I'm not, they had NFL Street to compete with. They had NCAA football to compete with. And they had um, NFL, or no, NFL 2K to compete with. They had three different sports video games regarding the sport of football to compete with. I mean, honestly... Now it's it's the fact that they don't make any changes, real changes to the game year from year. And that would be okay if they were already listening to fans' opinions on what should be changed with the game. Right. And I mean, yeah. honestly, I don't anybody anybody who plays Madden like actually plays Madden, right? Or who want who buys Madden goes, I wish they just had like, I don't know, a five buck thing where they updated the rosters. Right. Like you buy one right. game and then all they're gonna do is change the rosters anyway. Correct. Like they even messed up the the ratings on some of the players, like even the rookies, like they gave Jalen Hurts a 68 overall, I believe. I mean, they're never really that kind of rookies. I'm not that surprised. True. I was just True. really surprised because they gave um, Tua an 80, I believe. Right. Or an 81, and I was like, whoa, that's high. Right, right. I feel you. They got they got a lot of they got a lot to work on there. Yeah, but um, that's gonna do it for us, folks. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Running Gun Podcast. If you have not, make sure you follow us on Facebook at Penalty Talk. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Throw Flags. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Penalty Talk. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you check us out on Spotify. And also, to our email is flagontheplaysports at gmail.com in case you want to email us. And uh, JC, you got anything? Uh, 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 yeah, make your money. Yeah, make your money. And please fix Madden some way, somehow. Get those number, get those ratings right. Yes. But until then, until then, stay safe, stay blessed, and we'll see you on the next episode. Uh, yep, and make sure you wear a mask. Please, please.